0: Hello, and welcome to Grand Canyon Echoes, the voice of District 3 Toastmasters.
1: Good afternoon, this is Don Griffith, your podcast host for Grand Canyon Echoes. Today, I have the pleasure of being with Brenda Small, who recently organized an interesting community event that was the result of a Toastmaster project Good afternoon, Brenda. Good afternoon, Don. Thanks for being on the show. Tell us, what was this event, what was it called, and how did you get started with it?
0: Sure, the event was called A Better Angels Communication Skills Workshop. And I learned about this organization about a year ago. I found it on Facebook, I went to their website, and I signed up, and after about six months, I decided I would become an organizer. My job was to organize these workshops across the Phoenix area to bring people together to learn how to communicate with those that they have disagreements on politically. Because as many of us know, our country has become polarized. So the goal of Better Angels is to help depolarize America through alliances and workshops.
1: I'm curious, where did the term Better Angels come from?
0: Better Angels comes from a quote by Abraham Lincoln, and he, g- he gave a speech, and it said, if we w- tapped into the better angels of our nature, we could heal the wounds. Now This was during the Civil War, where there was a lot of divide in our country,
1: but that's where the name came from. I mentioned in the introduction that this was, for you, a Toastmasters-related project. Tell us a little bit more about that. Sure, so this was
0: part of my high performance leadership project. And in the new pathways, level five, you need to find a project where you have to lead a team of others to accomplish a goal or a mission. So I thought, what do we need in the community? We need better communications and more coming together. And I had to rely on a a team of others to make this happen. There were two facilitators that were from the Better Angels. I had a guidance committee. Uh, within my work, Toastmasters, to come up with ideas on the mission and the vision of this project. But this is my second high-performance leadership in Toastmasters as I go for my second DTM. Better Angels is an alliance of of citizens that come together that are either right or left, blue or red, and they come together to help enhance uh, unity in our country.
1: I suspect there's a little bit of self-filtering in the folks who decide to come to this. They have to recognize that they're willing to have a better relationship with the other side.
0: Right. And this workshop focused on what I called RCR. RCR. And the RCR was to have respectful conversations when you care about the relationship. Where the person you're talking to is not some stranger, some other that you have contempt for, right. rather or, or someone. Or an
1: enemy, or, or an, a they. Correct. <laughs> it's, yep. it's a real person.
0: Yeah, the relationships are the key. Yeah. And what's happening in our societies are people are not having relationships like they used to with their families, not having conversations because they disagree and they don't know how to talk about it.
1: And of course, that usually means they don't talk about it.
0: Right, and, avoidance.
1: And, the tension just builds, and the divide widens. Brenda, how many people attended this session?
0: This session was held in downtown Phoenix, and 26 people attended, including two facilitators.
1: Okay, and they were split roughly in, the, in half, blue and red?
0: Roughly. There were slightly more people that were leaning blue, which okay. is a liberal leaning, but pretty, pretty well split.
1: When people came into the room, did they have to declare?
0: Not right away. It was an interesting way. They didn't declare until we had to break up in pairs. And then we had like-minded people pairing up and practicing with the other. And the formula of this was was deliberate. We didn't want to have so much adversarial conversation, so likes with likes, and you had to role-play the other side. Okay
1: which can be illuminating if you've ever had to do it. If you've ever ha- this is almost like debate, formal debate where you have to be able to argue either side of an issue. That's right. To be a good debater. You mentioned the organization. Is there a nationwide or international organization that's behind this?
0: Yeah, it's now nationwide. It's been around since 2016 and it is now in all 50 states. In fact, Better Angels just held their national convention in St. Louis just two days ago.
1: The session that you had here in downtown Phoenix was just a while ago, right? Just about a, well, couple, just a couple weeks ago. One week ago. One week ago. Is there another session scheduled?
0: Yeah, the, the demand and the interest was so great that we filled up the room and people were saying, we want more. So I'm going to plan on having another skills workshop in the Phoenix area. And these are the two-and-a-half-hour workshops. Okay. And then the next level is what's called a blue-red workshop, and that's a full six to eight hours where you get more into.
1: Okay, so break down the, the two-and-a-half-hour session. What happens during that two-and-a-half hours?
0: The two-and-a-half-hour workshop was led by a facilitator, and there's a curriculum and, and points. They, they gave a seminar on listening skills on how to listen to someone when they speak. They gave a seminar and a learning on speaking skills, on what phrases and words you can use to have a better dialogue. And then they wrapped it up with role playing and exercises where you you put into practice what you just learned.
1: Okay, and in that two and a half hours, how much, how long does it take for you to get through all of that exposition, the instruction and so forth and get to the role play?
0: The role-playing lasted about an hour. Okay. So it was really only an hour and a half of, really, the monologue teaching.
1: How did the people react? How did the participants react in general?
0: The feedback I've been receiving has been so positive and so heartwarming. I've received a number of emails from people uh, saying that this was life-changing in their relationship with... This was a mother and daughter team. Mm. Um, In fact... I received an email. I'd like to share some of it with you. Okay. It's from a, a, a mother who drove four hours from Lake Havasu City with her daughter to attend this workshop because they were both so distraught at how their relationship has deteriorated because they don't agree politically. And so they, they came in with an open mind, and, and here's what the woman shared with me. My daughter and I had a much freer partly political conversation on our four-hour drive home to Lake Havasu City after the event. A very welcome experience. Although she only attended on my behalf, she came home with some enthusiasm. She made a very notable comment about the group experience, describing her welcome impression of the mood of the group as one of humility, a high compliment coming from someone who values honesty, truth, and sincerity. I certainly agree with her. I was touched by the deep emotions felt by several people I connected with and their willingness to be vulnerable to the process in this unfamiliar setting among a group of strangers. It was good. Go Better Angels. (laughs) Thanks to the facilitators, I'm looking forward to the red-blue training. Maybe my daughter will come with me too.
1: That is high praise. I don't think you could ask for any more from that.
0: Yeah, no, it was great. And yeah. I received many other uh, comments and feedback
1: on how positive it was. So I'm curious because I wasn't there. I I could have gone, but I had another thing going on that day. When you break up into your groups, what did you talk about?
0: We were cho- we were given two options of topics. One was gun control and one was immigration. So the pair got to decide which area they so wanted go to talk right about. You go right up
1: to the the high volume issues, right? Huh?
0: And we were given talking points on both sides okay. so that when you role played, you could take on the persona and the, the ideas and values of, of each side right. on that topic.
1: Right. This is not a new thing. This group has been around for a while, right? Two years. Okay. So they've had a chance to go through this in other cities. Many, yeah. And probably have refined and, and tuned it. Now, that was the two-and-a-half-hour session, so it had some instruction, a little hour of role play. What's the red-blue session you referred to?
0: The red-blue session is more in-depth, and that's when you'll actually have more discussions with people with whom you disagree with. The communication skills was safer in that you you did your practicing with a like-minded person that agreed with most of what you felt. The red-blue... Uh, I haven't been to one yet, but it's going to be more in depth. It's going to talk a lot about stereotypes Mm -hmm. and overcoming preconceived notions about the other. Uh, It's about breaking down this culture of contempt that we have where you you don't even want to listen to the other side. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot more of that.
1: Did you discuss biases? Because there's a lot of different ways that we, all of us, are biased you know, such as confirmation bias. Was that part of the discussion at all?
0: The discussion of biases wasn't d- discussed much in the skills workshop, but I know it is discussed in detail right. in the the red-blue workshop.
1: Do you have a schedule for any future events? Do you know what the organization's planning for a um, the skills workshop coming up?
0: Well, since I am one of the organizers, ah. my tentative schedule and plan is to have another skills workshop in phoenix in the september october time okay, frame
1: so soon yeah. do you think you will need to make a bigger space or do you plan to use about the same size
0: i think we need a bigger space and i've i found a good location in the Awatuki rec center here in phoenix okay
1: is that based on the number of people who expressed interest and that's, just couldn't get into this session that's correct okay great yeah oh. You're on the wave. You're on the edge of a wave of good things happening.
0: We actually did a the first red-blue workshop in Arizona in Phoenix. No, not Phoenix, in Tucson, and that was held in May, and mm-hmm. that was the first one. So Arizona is one of the later states to okay. get going.
1: We've been talking about your seminar that you just went to. How did your Toastmaster experience, you've been in Toastmasters many years, how did those... Toastmaster experiences help you with this event?
0: I've been at Toastmasters for 25 years, and I, I've always been a leader. It's just helped hone my skills. But the, the thing I did most on this one is learning how to delegate, learning how to get a vision and articulate and share the vision, learning how to communicate effectively and promote So these were the skills I I tapped on that I've learned through Toastmasters and it all came together and it was a great success.
1: You had to be organized. Obviously you were an organizer, so you had to know how to do that. You had to have some experience. How do we get that kind of experience in Toastmasters?
0: Organizing an event is a key thing. And one of the things when you're a district uh, or area director is you have to put on a contest. And putting on a contest or a district conference involves a lot of organizational and planning skills. I've done that many times at Toastmasters and that truly helped me in organizing
1: this Better Angels. Now, there may be some people listening to this podcast who aren't in Toastmasters. They haven't got 25 years of that experience. If they joined Toastmasters, what kind of organizational skill learning or training would they get right away?
0: Well, right away, you have the opportunity to be a Toastmaster of a meeting. And that's a mil- mini-facilitation project manager.
1: Okay, so what is a to- I thought you're all Toastmasters. So what's ah. the Toastmaster of the meeting?
0: There are many different roles within a Toastmaster meeting. And the role of Toastmaster is, is almost like the MC okay. or the project manager of the meeting. Uh, and you get to practice that within weeks of becoming a Toastmaster if you so desire. It's not just about giving prepared speeches. It it involves evaluation, that's another role. Yet another role within a meeting could be table topics, which is impromptu, off-the-cuff speaking. So there's many different practicing and skills you get that culminate into you becoming not only a better communicator, but a better leader.
1: What else in Toastmasters would you learn that would help you, for instance, bridge the divide?
0: One of the things is listening skills. Part of our divide is that we aren't listening to each other anymore. We're putting up these walls and blocks with our confirmation bias or our avoidance of stress. So in Toastmasters, there are a number of other fun roles where you have to listen more actively to who's speaking. Mm -hmm. The ah counter listens for those crutch words. Those the ah, um, some, you know. The grammarian listens for good uses and bad uses of the English language. So there's a a number of other roles which which, which help in listening, which I think is poorly lacking and, and can help bridge this divide.
1: Well, there's a key one. It's the evaluator. Yeah, I give a speech. So what happens after that?
0: So while you're giving your speech... The person that has the role in that particular meeting of evaluating you, Don, would be listening to what you did really well, some areas and suggestions for improvement, how they observed it, how they felt. It's not a judge, it's just their opinion of what they heard and saw and how it made them feel. But it's instant. So they would give a two to three minute verbal evaluation, it's also written, within the same meeting. So that's another area where it helps your listening and your communications.
1: So when you're a very beginner, can you give us an idea of what a very beginning Toastmaster should be doing in an evaluation? They don't have this big background of listening to hundreds of speeches.
0: Well, I'll share with you my idea of what a beginner evaluator could do. But one of the good things that Pathways now has, so Pathways is a new education program within Toastmasters. They actually have this online training modules they have a module now that helps teach people how to give an evaluation. And that's, we didn't have that before when we just had the manuals. So that aside, so if, assuming that you didn't see that online training, my advice to a new Toastmaster, and I've mentored many across, um, across the years, but we would be number one, how did you feel? What was the impact of the speech? What did it mean to you? What did you observe? So the impact. Delivery. How was the delivery of this speech? Did they have an opening? Did they have a conclusion? How was the body? So impact, delivery, and then structure. How was the structure of the speech? Comment on that. Mm -hmm. So if you have a framework on things you're looking for and you can observe, it's easy to just make a two minute mini speech on that.
1: It seems that your Toastmaster experience really set you up well for this project.
0: Yeah, I think so. It was a lot of fun, big challenge, but I had the courage to communicate. And that was the other thing, I I've, I've gave an intro speech on that. This is a scary endeavor, and I feel that Toastmasters gave me not only the leadership but the communication skills to have the courage to do such a thing.
1: What were some of the things that concerned you going in before you even got involved? What was the scary part for you?
0: The, the high emotions of the participants. And a lot of them came in very angry and upset. So that was a dynamic that we don't always have in a Toastmaster mm-hmm. meeting. Um, and, and just the fear of people yelling and fighting and, and getting into a ruckus in the workshop, which, which didn't happen, but that was a fear. Um, and, and just the overall retaliation on social media Mm -hmm. when I'm just a stranger to people and they would fight and say, this isn't going to work. This is a bad idea. Nobody's going to listen.
1: So there were a lot of naysayers on the whole project?
0: There were from the outside of the strangers, yeah.
1: For our listeners out there who are interested in this program, how can they find out more?
0: Sure. Well, the website is better-angels.org. That's better-angels.org. And you can learn more about the organization. We do have a podcast as well. Very well done podcast from two young gentlemen who are in Culver City, California. One is a blue leaning and one is a red leaning. Quality, quality communicators. Okay. So there's the podcast. There's also now videos, documentaries. They just launched the first documentary of the effort. And now we, we've had our convention so I, I would imagine there's going to be a number of videos online mm-hmm. about some of the sessions.
1: One thing I forgot to ask is there a fee to attend this semina- these seminars
0: the workshops are free okay uh, they ask for donations if you want to become a better angels member not right. necessarily doing anything but you can but
1: come to one of the workshops yeah, the workshops are free free what about the red blue longer sessions are those those are
0: free as well oh okay. This is a volunteer organization of of
1: citizens. Right. That's great. Well, thank you so much for not only being on the podcast today, but participating in that great program.
0: Thank you, Don. My pleasure.
1: We hope you enjoyed this edition of Grand Canyon Echoes, the voice of District 3 Toastmasters. To volunteer to be featured on the podcast or to suggest future topics, Write podcast at aztoastmasters.org. That email again is podcast at aztoastmasters.org. Toastmasters International and all other Toastmasters International trademarks and copyrights are the sole property of Toastmasters International. This podcast is independent of Toastmasters International. It is not endorsed by, sponsored by, affiliated with or otherwise connected with Toastmasters International, other than for the use of the name Toastmasters International.